this Warriors Life Podcast 2020, episode 22. Um, Will Evans here, as always, with Brad Larkin. I've uh, been described as the Anthony Seabold of Rugby League Podcasts. Uh, Brad, I can only imagine that's uh, due to our great tans, um, our ability to create headlines, and um, the fact that we're often the victim of vicious trolling. Is that what you took from it? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I, I was leaning more just... Mainly the complexion, our skin complexion. We probably just the quality of skin on us. But yeah, no, it's we'll take it. It's, it's not a, it's not a bad one, is it? Yeah. Is it? I don't think so. Um, it's been quiet. It's been keeping out of trouble. Yeah, nothing's, nothing, nothing's going on of old old seeds at the moment. And now we're coming at you a wee bit earlier this week. Uh, Brad's taking an early mark today, and we're able to record in the afternoon. It's very pleasant. I, I imagine, Brad, you're in sunny Dunedin, out on your deck with your shirt off, catching some rays? I, not far away from the deck. I'm about 15 metres from the deck, in the garage, leaning on my car, enjoying a, a beer, actually. It's quite nice having an Arvo beer. You've got, you got a beer today? Uh, yeah, I do. It's a little bit of keep with tradition. Uh, haven't recorded a podcast without one, so... Uh... Yeah. Nice. What are you rolling today, Will? Uh, just the the Max um, American Pale Ale Interstate 81. Oh, yeah, nice. Fine choice, sir. Fine choice. What about yourself? Fine choice. I'm rolling um, low carb Oof. Epic Blue Pale Ale. Oh, yeah. Low carb Pale Ale. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Yeah, low carb Pale Ale. Yeah, it's, um, it's not. It's actually, I'm not, I don't drink it because it's anything to do with the carbs, but it's not a bad beer yeah i'll have to check that one out um get into it so coming up on this week's episode obviously we'll talk about the win over the bulldogs bit of warriors news the recruitment etc um and we've opened up the mailbag for i think maybe the first time this year and got some uh, curly questions from uh from our followers which is good and then we'll get into the Warriors big game against the Knights on Saturday and rest of you know around round sixteen. Uh, Brad, first impressions from the twenty to fourteen win over the Dogs. Geez, the first twenty minutes was scary. Yeah, I uh, I was shitting myself. I was like, oh no, don't do this, boys. Do not do this to me. But yeah, now at the end of the game, geez, they. They switched on to task. Old Toddy must have got into them at half time and then they come out switched on. They got that try before half time, didn't they? But they didn't really switch on until after half time, I thought. No, and they conceded uh, very early in the second half. It wasn't looking good again, but after Hopewati scored, they just uh, turned the screws on the Bulldogs. They dominated the, the rest of the match. Um, three straight tries down that right hand side, was it? Um, uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, and Urchie, Rodgen, Pompey, uh, Pompey. Yep, yeah. and yeah, took it out to twenty fourteen. Couldn't quite close it out. It would have been good to see them score another try or two, and um, and really oh. put the nail in the coffin. Paul Turner, a couple of disallowed tries on debut. Yeah, uh, yeah. Old Gil, old Gil had some money on that. Well, oh, old no. Gil had uh, had some money on Paul Turner to score, and also the Warriors. Just to win by 13 and over. So that was a double-edged sword that tried being disallowed twice because it missed my 13 and over. Yeah, I just went conservative with the Warriors to beat that narrow 2.5-point line, which they did. Um, so hard luck there, Brad. After one good week, it looks like you're uh, back, back in familiar territory yeah, at the tap. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Just back to 
what is it called? Resuming regular transmission. It's called transmission. Well done. See, we're a team. We're a team, man. You. Uh, Cody Nakarima, I thought was was best on the field, probably close to his best game in first grade, just about. Um, given he was playing alongside a rookie half, uh, brilliantly. Well, the line break to set up Murchie's second try was fantastic. Um, very, very slick setting up Rogers' try as well. And had a hand in um, Pompey's foot from memory and the pinpoint kick for Murchie's first one. Um, yeah, exactly what we've been, I guess, hoping for from Nicarima. And he's doing it on the regular now. Yeah, yeah, he is. We've, I've, well, I've been pretty neg on him on a couple of occasions. But he is he is ripping at the moment. A couple of it was weird though in the second half when um when he decided not to put the bomb up on the fifth tackle and they decided to share around the bomb between everyone. Do you notice that? Yeah, everyone Rog had, had a go, and then Hicku, um, Hicku someone had else a had a go. Was up. Yeah, Peter Hacker, you don't see him uh, kicking <laughs> on the last too often. Yeah, it was like back in the midgets days when everyone <laughs> had to share the kicking around. Like, hey, Peter hasn't had a kick. Peter hasn't had a kick. It's Peter's turns next. Um, but yeah, but other than that, Nicarima, he was epic. And then he set up, was it him that set up a little off-flow try and for, for the Roger to us a shit try, you know, down that side, yeah. trying to set up tries like he has been. It's awesome that he can just hang off someone all of a sudden. Now we're just having a few um, sound issues with Brad. Um, I thought you, I thought Dunedin was meant to be. Um, what was that competition? Was that Dunedin, yeah, what was that competition that Dunedin won? Um, in, yeah. The internet what was it competition? Called? What was that called? Yeah. Um, yeah, I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, no, it's terrible. Terrible. Anyway. I'm literally 10 feet away. I'm going to try and... I'll go I'll go on the deck. I'll go on the... Name of the competition, of course, was Gigatown. Um, but, yeah, not really paying off for Brad. Nah, nah. Terrible, isn't it? Sorry about that, mate. Can he do anything about it? Uh, that's okay. We'll, we'll crack on with it. Uh, Jack Murchie, career game for the uh, for the big rangy second rower. Man, didn't he have a day out? Wasn't it? What? He had an epic day out. And it was quite nice um, at the end of the game in the, like, the press conference. Peyton actually said what had been hindering him from getting back in the team. And, and it's quite good that he gave him a bit of praise because he has learnt over the last few weeks of not playing. Yeah, I thought it was an awesome day up for Jack. It's going to be hard to get him. Well, Papa Lee's dropped out, hasn't he? So yeah, he's he's won that spot yeah. from that game. Good on him. It's uh, yeah, showed a range of skills we probably didn't know he had climbing to take that uh, the bomb for the first try, but that uh, flick pass for uh, to put Hicker yeah. away and then uh, for Pompey to score that was outstanding. And then yeah, backing up for a second try. So yeah, great to see from uh, from the merch. Uh, Roger, probably his best game of the year, you'd say, 328 metres. Um, scored that, scored a try, great to see him in the clear for a change. And, yeah, just bobbing up everywhere. Probably still still uh, not quite getting into that playmaking role that we'd like to see at times, but, um, yeah. yeah. They, they make quite a big deal. What was deal his of- record? What was his record that he got last year, Meters? That uh, just got broken the other week. I think it was 367 in that Golden Point game, and, and old uh, Gutherson pipped it by a metre. 
like to see some yeah, sort of see, comeback. Yeah, it's not far off the best ever. That yeah, was a, it, that was a there. huge game from Raj. 300 Bulldogs passes. Bulldogs kicking game helped them with probably 180 of those metres. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anything over 300 is pretty impressive. Um, yeah. And yeah, just great to see. He's, he's, they make way too big of a deal of it though on, on Fox Sport about him not, you know, being as dominant yeah. as he has been. Uh, I think it's probably more of a sign of some other players stepping up this year. Um, yeah, and look at what he's been running around in the back of as well. Yeah. Like, I yeah. bet you all those other players that are popping up are probably, their teams are probably in the top three or four in the comp. And he's... It makes a big difference. He is uh, leading the NRL's running meters tally, I believe. Um, so he can't be going that bad. Um, the other okay. the other guy I wanted to, to pinpoint from that game was uh, Jazz Tavanga. I thought he was really, really good again. Offloads, big meters, big tackle count. Um yeah, just loving him in that. I don't think did franchise. he have any errors in the weekend? He didn't. I don't even think he had one of his customary errors, did he? No, not. I from thought, memory. yeah, so much energy, so much energy that dude. Yeah, like right up until the seventieth minute, he's running the same as he was in the fifth minute. It's crazy. Um, Paul Turner's debut was obviously a bit of a headline grabber. Uh, exciting stuff from from the young guy. Great footwork. Uh, could have had three tries on the day. The uh, that kick and chase and the. Um, in the first half, that's right. just about came away with that's it right. after a brain explosion from was it Remus Smith that started going all Justin yeah, Hodges in the end goal, um, and then then the the footwork to uh, to get himself just about over the line, or did get over the line. He done twice. them with the ex- he done them with the exact same move yeah. twice in a row. Yeah. <laughs> um, Poor bugger. Poor you know, bugger. We do have some. Um, questions about him in the mailbag but later so we won't go on about him too much but yeah I thought I thought probably the most impressive thing for me was when he kicked out on the full then made a bit of a defensive blue to um, to allow Hopawati to to steam through for that try it really could have um, turned sour for him but yeah he, he didn't drop his head he got stuck in and got really involved and yeah quality day yeah, no Nice to see. It's nice. Yeah, just another. God, the last few weeks have just been filled with little patches of good news, haven't it? It's quite nice all of a sudden. Yeah. Here's another bit of good news that's happened to us in the last few weeks. No, yeah, good start. Uh, individually, probably the only real uh, negatives was Carl Lawton, one of our favourites, was a little bit disappointing. Bad misread. Yeah, he was off. Um, in defence, when Marshall King streaked through to set up for him, and, um, and yeah, and then a really bad. Uh, kick dead soon afterwards um, yeah Egan you'd have to say uh, outplayed him got got more minutes in the end he was given the hook by Peyton uh, Lawton and yeah. Um, yeah Egan was pretty solid yeah I thought that was Egan's best game for the Warriors mm. the Bulldogs actually fell for the no, no look pass a couple yeah. of times which would be the first two all season I think <laughs> but yeah and he, and he ran a bit like he his first, his first play when he came onto the field, he went from dummy half. His very first play, so I wonder if I wonder if old Iroh's given him some cash now to run, run <laughs> yeah, the ball a bit more. He's um, he's got to be one of the slowest running hookers in the game, though. Oh, yeah, he's pretty painful. Um, pretty painful to watch. It was like it was, speaking of slow, how was how painful was that Pompey try? <laughs> like I was watching it happen. It was like it was in slow motion. The Bulldogs, everyone was just running yeah. so slow, and it just happened. That was that was out of our strange to watch that try. It just seemed so slow motion. This wasn't uh, Greg Alexander getting all barred up, 
watching. I just could, could not stop talking about how big and strapping Adam Pompey is. <laughs> yeah. um, a bit of a bromance going yeah. on. Uh, good to see Pompey getting over the stripe. Didn't yeah. feel a uh, solid game from... He's never done anything bad. He's never done anything bad, Pompey. He just no. struggles to struggles to do good. <laughs> yeah. And I, again, I think that was a pretty good effort from the Warriors given their reshuffles in the back line there. Patrick Herbert out, he's been in great form and um, bring Hayes Perriman to the centres, but they didn't seem to lose too much continuity and obviously with Chanel out. So, you know, the 2014 over the last place team in the comps, not amazing, but they got the job done, oh, I, came yeah. from behind and got the two points. And uh, importantly, I, I didn't want to let myself get sucked into it um, this early, but... I'm full blown on the finals bandwagon where you can make it. Just need five, Are you five on more it? wins. Five more wins and we're there. Five more wins of how many games? Five. five. Yeah. Um, if we win. What's, yeah. Uh, can we lose any and make it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Then we're just then we're just looking uh, you know, needing other results to go our way. As, yeah, yeah, as yeah. well, which we do need. We anyway, definitely we we're definitely the only team below like below the top eight that are playing any good every team below like we are what are we are we 12 or something on the uh, 12 11th? but 12 but on because of four and against but we're ninth equal four points outside the eight. Oh, okay um, yeah so those three teams were equal with they're everyone's playing dog apart yeah. from the warriors outside the top eight at the moment dragons aren't going too bad couple of wins in a row but yeah we're certainly playing better than them and tigers are manly just uh you can draw a line through them on current yeah. form. Um, Gold Coast, they're gone. Yeah, everyone else Brisbane below us gone. is a, is a so, long yeah, way it's no one. I suppose it's the Dragons and us. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Um, but then you've got the Knights and that tripping up a little bit. Yeah, the Knight, Knights and the Sharks had a loss on the weekend. They're the team, teams that were most likely to, um, to trip up. Knights have got a tough draw uh, for the rest of the season uh, particularly if they lose to us it starts getting a bit nervy for them um, oh this is a big game for us yeah this it's is huge a real it's, big a, game. it's a four point turnaround um, and yeah our draw's not too bad I'm not quite sure of the exact order but we've got Knights Eels Sharks again uh, Raiders and Manly so there's only one side outside the top eight in amongst that but they just all seem like winnable games, especially if we. Well, they do now. They do. From what they've been producing the last few weeks, they seem very winnable. Uh, eels would be tough, but they're mm. beatable at the moment. They're, they're not going they're, very well right now. They're not the eels of the first ten rounds. No. Um, yeah, sharks. Who knows? Get lucky. Sharks seem to be injured all the time. We hopefully get a lucky. See, yeah, we've got the luck this year for whatever reason. We've had the worst luck, but all of a sudden. Everything's working out for a reason for the Warriors, I think. Jeez, they're going well. And it's just nice to, um, you know, have a have something to cling to. It would be great to yeah. be able to do that for another week with a win over Newcastle. Um, first first time this year, I went to work on Monday wearing my Warriors top. Oh, nice. First time this year. I was like, if and A, I'm chucking that on today. This is the shit. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome of... when you chuck a Warriors top on. Yeah. It, there's some random... I don't reckon it would happen in any other jersey. You're strutting down the street in a Warriors jersey and then some dude will roll past in the car and just get yell out, yeah, the Warriors. <laughs> and that's the only connection. You know, have you ever had that in a Warriors jersey? 
Like, um, I've never, I don't think you get it in a Crusaders jersey or an All Blacks jersey. Shit, no. It's only a Warriors thing, I reckon. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, especially in Dunedin, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, exactly. You're like, good man, good man. Um, um, yeah, but... It's moving on to some Warriors news, a little bit light compared to most weeks on the Warriors news front, which is a bit of a relief, to be honest. Um, we've just it's just been one bombshell after another for the last, well, pretty much since the since the start of the year. Um, hence the reason, hence the reason we've got room for the the old favourites like the mailbag. Yeah, yeah. There's been no room to put the little snippets in, has there? But yeah, carry on, uh, sir. Uh, our Eels line players, Alvaro and George Jennings, they're going to stay on for the time being, which is good news, particularly given we're yep. still sort of, you know, got something to play for. Uh, young Albert Hopawati returning to Manly you know, with all their backline injuries. So that was uh, short lived. That sounds like a messy return, doesn't it? Have yeah. you heard of his old man coming out saying he doesn't want to be there and like far out after he went on loan and now he's got to crawl back in there to go play? <laughs> yeah. Imagine, yeah, all the Hopawati boys seem, seem like nice young men and then you've got <laughs> Papa Hopper just causing chaos every time he. Uh, <laughs> Publicly. The mum must be amazing, eh? Yeah. She must be the best woman on this planet. To, 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 someone had to teach those boys the morals they've got, because it wasn't John Boy. <laughs> he was out the back punching a tree. <laughs> uh, yeah, Hopper is uh, constant entertainment. <laughs> but yeah, good um, to see. Mine... Sorry. No, no, I was just going to say good to see Alvaro and Jennings um, stay on. Been, particularly Jennings has yeah, yeah. been very impressive. And um, old Ivan Cleary's spoke had a bit of talk about giving Hetherington back as well, eh? Oh wow! Once he finishes suspension, yeah, I've seen, I've seen something about the other day because the obviously the Panthers are still a real good nick squad wise over there. Yeah, yeah, he um, had it had it ruled out. So that's this weekend is his fourth week, isn't it? I think. Um, so, so because uh, no. we've had the Eels boys, they played one game together, didn't they? That one game, Manly. the Eels boys have played there. Manly was, I think you're getting a bit ahead of yourself. Manly was. Nah. Um, <laughs> there's only been two matches since uh, since the Manly oh, game. Oh, two matches. Damn it. So, you know what I've done? I counted the Manly match. Oh, yeah. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. So dumb. I think I'm doing well. We'll send you back anyway, to, uh, Kip, so send you back to Kim McGrath, um, Brad, and. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, any other signing news? What are we doing? Is there any whispers about any signings? There is a couple. Um, yeah. Obviously, the, we haven't really been spoken about publicly too much in regards to this player, but if Cameron Smith does go around again with Melbourne, Brandon Smith yeah. is, is going to leave. Surely we've got to throw the kitchen sink at getting him back in New Zealand. Yeah. That's what I. That's my thought as well. I, I think it will be awesome if Cameron Smith played another year, at least to have the chance of getting them. I, the only team I've heard sort of come out and say anything is Gold Coast. They're pretty keen on them, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, and West Tigers, I think as well. Um, oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, given they'll be lo- losing Harry Grant back to the the Storm. Um, yeah, yeah, true. But yeah, it'd be just be a dream signing. Oh. I'd, I'd, God, that's, it would. That's the God, one, it would. One area that is looking a bit thin is just us having a top shelf um, number nine, and he'd just fit the bell perfectly. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I don't care if we're stacking nines in our squad either. Mm. If the, these other guys are under contract, pay them out, go broke for a year, 
yeah. while we have Brandon Smith. Yeah. Um, another guy that's has been uh, floated. Apparently, we made a massive offer to him last year before he re-signed with the Broncos. Um, Tavita Pangai Jr. What do you think about that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what I think it. What sort of dude is? It? I'd like him. <laughs> I'd like him. I reckon. Even though I know this goes against our morals and that a little bit because he seems like a bit of a bit of a dickhead. But um, yeah, I'd I'd love to have him. Is there any? Are they actually having a go this time round, or well, is hey, it just because we've offered him money before? No. Well, the it's only us, and I think maybe the Bulldogs are the only clubs that have been linked to him. Um, oh, he, is that right? He, he's keen to stay at Brisbane, but obviously that situation there is pretty messy. And if yeah. he ends up leaving, then we might be one of his uh, options. And yeah. I guess that's one. Uh, I guess that's a bonus if you went to Red Redcliffe like they're talking as bad as it would be next season you get that sort of player all of a sudden well potentially uh, Matt Lodge another one that's there's still a few whispers around as uh, Peter O'Sullivan the recruit manager as his father-in-law almost got him last year by the sounds of it um, yeah I wonder why I wonder if they've got some sort of plan in place and that's why they asked Bunty to bail and they've asked Bunty well, to have a sniff around they, need they must a, have an yeah. idea of what they want you look at our um Starting our know, sort of front row rotation at the moment, it's Lockie Burr who's getting getting uh, the boot. Jermaine Tanoa Brown who is good and, and deserves to be there, um, but not quite your classic, you know, cornerstone front uh, row. He's like the Paseca at Manly. He's that come on for twenty minutes and get used to this game and then get off again um, sort of player. Adam Blair who they. Reportedly are looking to move on, and then Alvaro, who's uh, not contracted to us. Um, so, you know, obviously Lisa Armel's going to be back. Um, there's Kane Evans coming on board, but you kind of feel like they are going to need another, just that real, you know, Clemmer, Saifidi yeah. type, yeah. Uh, just a, a big unit that gets through a ton of work, and um, yeah, but they just don't quite have that at the moment. Yeah, if you had one of those guys, then you got Murdoch Masala coming, and then Kane Evans, and then another one of those boys on the bench. That would be a pretty epic prop rotation, wouldn't it? Yeah, so Pangai plays a uh, fair bit of second row as well. I guess you just put, oh, him, nice. put, put him wherever. Yeah, he'd be he good goes. signing. It's just explosive, and he's a, he's a game break. Obviously, he's been suspended a hell of a lot, but he's got a lot of upside. Um, and a lot of potential to, to be a great signing. I well, look how much risk. we loved Everington, and he's got suspended. Yeah. Did he get suspended before he got suspended at the proper time as well? Didn't he? Did he miss another week with us for something? Um, don't think since he joined us, but he's Is had it? several several trips to the judiciary. Yeah, but, but I, yeah, I think what I'm trying to say, we're aware of the the downfalls of it, but yeah. we would love some sort of firecracker in here for the pack, eh? Yeah, we are a bit short on it when those sort of guys aren't, yeah. aren't there. Um, yeah, that's that's really about it as far as Warriors news, which is yeah, all good. Mm. Um, all good. Yeah, just wanted to do a quick shout out to a couple of um, couple of uh, I guess OGs. Yeah, and and who are also doing uh, doing their things in the Warriors broadcasting realm. Um, Fonzie, I don't know if we've talked about him on here before, but he's he's a great supporter of the podcast and the site. 
has a very good podcast of his own. He just uh, does it himself. He's got a cracking voice, actually. A real baritone. Oh, and, the name like Fonzie. Gee yeah. whiz. Um, Shit house if he didn't have a good voice. <laughs> and, yeah, he doesn't do the podcast every week, but when, it, when he uh, does, it's essential listening for Warriors fans. Really good game analysis. Um, gets Where's a, he from? Is he Aussie-based or New Zealand-based? Yeah, he's, or? He's, got a, he's got an Aussie accent. I'm assuming he's over there. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, sweet. hopefully we'll see a, a new ep from you soon, Fonzie. And um, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it this year. And he started this year, and he's a pro already. He's already um, certainly sounds a hell of a lot better than us, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, oh well. And uh, Rob Anderson, obviously, uh, he does uh, does the Warrior Roo blog that uh, that's on the Warriors Life website. Um, he and another mate over there in Aussie have started up a Facebook Live weekly uh, video chat on Wednesday nights. I think ten o'clock our time, eight o'clock their time. So tune into that. That's very good as well. Uh, so great to see some good content out there. And I just want to make special. Jeez, old Rob Anderson. He's a dedicated Warriors supporter, isn't he? Yeah, he's hard out. Jeez, he loves him. We say we love him, but jeez, <laughs> Rob, you love him, buddy. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah, he, you know, going along to, to fan events, making trips over from Brisbane to uh, to see them play. He's got some great, great yarns about um, about being a, a diehard fan. And, yeah, it's the kind of people that clubs are built on, really. Um, and lastly, to one of our loyal listeners, possibly the only female listener we've ever had, um, Claire McAnulty, she's... She, Always leaves a nice comment every week on the on the um, Twitter post and looks f- for some reason I'm I'm not quite sure why looks forward to to tuning in each week so it might be that um, better than white noise. Um, it's like it's like a version of self harming, isn't it? Looking forward to listening to us every week. Yeah, I don't, gee, I don't get no, it. Well but, done, thanks, thanks, Claire. Yeah, McNulty, McNulty. Gee, I hope you pronounce that right. I'm I'm I leaning know. towards it's probably more McNulty. You well, the Mac and route. Oh, I'm sure we'll get corrected if it was wrong, but I'm standing yeah, by right. for now. Um, <laughs> and, and speaking of people who may or may not be uh, listening to the podcast, let's crack open the mailbag. Sweet. Um, okay, we'll start from the top. Zach Webb's asked, uh, surely Turner would be a good centre. Um yeah, I I think he's worth a crack there, given we're chucking guys like uh, Perham in there and persevering with Adam Pompey. I think that he played quite quite a wide role for a five eight uh, the other day, Paul Turner, and he's obviously got the footwork to stand up as opposition player defensively. Might be a bit of a, a liability out there, but I definitely think it's worth considering. What do you reckon? Yeah. Oh, um, I don't um. Not such a fan on him. Yeah, just I don't. I'd like to see him stepping at pace and moving. All his, all I've seen of him is what's he like in open space in the step and the that glide. Because in the weekend he was sort of just stepping on the spot and almost Jared Bearish, but actually going somewhere. Yeah, I think he's got a fair bit of toe. I don't. I don't think that would be yeah. a problem. Um, yeah, I'd. I'd quite like to see him. I wouldn't mind seeing him on a wing first. See him on a wing for a couple of weeks first. 
Yeah, it might just uh, be exposed a little bit um, with the high kicks and that sort of thing on the wing. But yeah, yeah, I, true. I could. Yeah, but you get that sort of. What do you want? It's the high kicks or the defensive. He's going to got to do a lot of defence mm. work yeah. out there in the centres. Yeah, and uh, tough place to defend, and obviously the you know the the uh, hit up workload that you'd need your wingers to do these days is. It's tough too, but just having someone with that much game-breaking ability and not uh, yeah. using him as yeah. Um, there's another Paul Turner question coming up, I think. Um, there's a few today. Um, now this is about Roger Tuivasa-Sheck and his family situation. Um, it's, uh, there's been no talk around. This is from Shane Hogan. There's been no talk around whether they tried to get Roger's family across to Australia um, or whether they didn't bother because his kids are so young or some other reason um, with next year and Redcliffe as a possibility surely they will be um, reunited for the playing season um, we need Rog but he needs his family couldn't agree more with that sentiment uh, amazing sacrifice from Roger being the only player there with his, without his family it's obviously been reported that it's been really tough for him um, I'm not sure of the ins and outs of it um, but wasn't it said? I I um heard him or someone a story. I watched a story about him a month or so ago, and it was the fact that the the family was so young. They talked a lot about the whole family going over, but there was more of a family base to support the wife with the young kids yeah. in Auckland. Yeah. So that's the sacrifice they had to make was that that she had more su- yeah more support in Auckland, even though Roger was an Aussie. So it's going to be less disruptive for the family to yeah yeah. Because that kid's brand new, man. That kid's like three months well, old, isn't it? They've when got he left, and they've got two now, I think. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So so next year in Redcliffe, that kid was all of a sudden going to be eighteen months or a year old, eighteen months. That's a lot easier. Or yeah. being a parent anyway, that is a lot easier to think about taking the kid then rather than at the start where you. And yeah, I'm not sure what support. their um, setup is. Whether you get like a whole sweet um if you got your family over there or you know if you're just crammed into a hotel room but yeah i can totally understand them yeah uh, going that way but certainly if they're based in redcliffe um next year you'd have to imagine but i get if they're based in redcliffe uh and the covid situation is okay maybe you know you can they can look at getting actual houses and that sort of thing in a little yeah, yeah. neighborhood yeah um yeah that's... But yeah, that's why Rogers. Well, that's the story I've heard about why his parent or his family's not there. But Roger, his fifth season at the club, just keeps climbing the ranks of the great Warriors. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah. You've got to take that into account. What he's been through this year and sacrificed, and still performing at a high level. Um, yeah. Got yeah. A lot of. Uh, he could have had two or three more premierships at the Roosters by now. Yeah, but you know what's the. What's the challenge in that? That's, that's sort of that's <laughs> well. That's what I kind of think about. Um, well, that's James, what I think about Tedes- Smith. Well, and, and yeah, and James Tedesco at the Roosters. I mean, it's a little bit Kevin Durantish joining Golden State. You know that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Those it is. Those rings don't mean anywhere near as much as you know as some of the others um, when you've been there for the for the entire build towards a championship. Um, and yeah. If, um, if we could get, if... and I think that's why we got Roger because he had done it. He wanted a new challenge, yeah. and that's where I think a lot of our Kiwi players or good players are going to come from. Is team players that have already won a competition and wanted a new challenge because 
you're not coming here to win a competition. <laughs> yeah, well, the, but I mean, you know, you get some, if you get a Brandon Smith, that's mm. the kind of guy that can um, that can help you. Yeah. Win one. He, and Brandon Smith haven't, hasn't actually won a grand final yet. Um, that's it. The Storm need to win this year. <laughs> yeah, so they give <laughs> For him, us to get him. Get him. Give him his guaranteed ring and then, uh, and then, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. A bit of a tangent there. Uh, <laughs> Kylie O'Loughlin, a buddy of mine from uh, when she was working at Canterbury Rugby League, she's now in Sydney. She's asked what the story is with the women's team, Warriors women's team. Um, now the last I heard was, obviously we're not going to be able to get all our New Zealand place, but base players over there, so it's going to be um, a bunch of ring-ins, Australian-based ring-ins wearing our jumper. That's the last oh, I heard. Any of the, any of them? Um, I don't know if any are actually based in Australia. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah. There should be. I'm imagining there's a, quite a few um, uh, Kiwi ferns living in Australia. But yeah, it'd be interesting to see how those squads turn out. Um, real shame for our our women's team, or particularly our our players that have been there for the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. Because, I, I, yeah, oh, that competition's great. It's great that what they're carrying it? it on. It would be... It is awesome. Yeah. Jeez, it's a good game of footy to watch. You know yeah. you're going to see some big hits in those games. Yeah. It's awesome. I love watching the women's NRL. Yeah, so looking forward to that kicking off. I'm guessing they're doing it during the finals again. Um, oh, yep. Speak of the devil, Rob Anderson, he's weighed in with a question. Um, where do you think this season ranks in the overall scheme of Warriors history? I feel we may look back on 2020 as one of the most important in the club's history. Fingers crossed emoji. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. But it all depends on, you know, what happens after, or what happens next year under yeah. Nathan Brown. You know, you would have thought that, you know, 2018 looks a hell of a lot different in how it's viewed in Warriors history if we kicked on and made, you know, another couple of finals. Uh, in a row. Yeah, the, the, the best years ever are always governed by the year before and the year yeah. after, and it's always two years after that you're like, um, gee, it yeah. was all because of 2020 that we're, this all happened. Yeah. Um, like, hopefully, because remember two years ago with Kearney when he had that great year. Yeah. Like, fuck, right, this could be a year, and the next year was dud. So yeah, all of a sudden you look back on that off. great year is worth nothing. Yeah, which is a shame because it does uh, kind of roll me up a bit when doesn't get the, the credit for that 2018 season but to answer Rob's question a bit more as a standalone season at the end of it I think we're gonna there won't be many Warriors fans not looking back on it with a ton of pride and you know we were pretty probably a bit guilty of um, laying into them when they came back to Australia and were playing poorly and and um, you know those first few weeks under Todd Payton getting flogged um, we didn't really have too many excuses for them but the way that they've fought back, it's pretty inspirational. Oh, mate. Some great this, individual storylines. What's, yeah. what's happened this year with all this stuff around the world and the shutdown, this is one of the best things that could have happened for this club. They are they're getting to try things and test things without being under the pump too much. It's, yeah, I'm, I'm stoked on this year. This is the first time in a long time I've been really into a season and after it, like, looking into it a bit more. It's... um. Yeah, I, I love this year. I'm going to look back quite fondly. Just hope we can build on some of these positives that have uh, Isn't it funny, though, a year is all of a sudden drawn out by five weeks? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's only really been five weeks we've felt like that. 
yeah yeah that's right you know if after that Cronulla game we were like how do we even keep doing pull ourselves What's off the, the canvas to do this uh, podcast every week but yeah they always find a way to surprise you keep you coming back yeah um, next up uh, James Welch has asked how does Lockie Burr keep his starting role yeah this is this is a bit baffling for me. I don't know why you're starting him in the front row. It hasn't ever worked out. And he was good off the bench for a couple of weeks. Um, then Heather gets himself suspended and Lachlan Burr's back to his uh, pretty unsatisfactory starting role. He came up with some good hits the other day, but if there's someone that's going to make a, a balls up, <laughs> if, 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 if Papali hasn't already made it, Lockie Burr's your man to make it. <laughs> I, I look at him, it's like he's like five, I'm sitting there sort of watching, I was like, what is it about of it? What does he remind me of? And I was like, Jesus, it's like that movie, have you seen that absolute box office smash, uh, 1996, Multiplicity with Michael Keating? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen yeah, that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, he's got that machine and he can duplicate <laughs> himself and each person that pops out of that machine has got a slightly different personality trait. <laughs> I reckon Lockie Burr brought that machine, eh? Yeah. Hey? I reckon he owns it, because that's not the same dude out there. It can't yeah. change that quick. He's the the intercept pass the other day was uh, <laughs> infuriating. Um, he looked at them and passed it to him. There was a line of warriors, and he picked out the one bulldog. It was <laughs> incredible. He literally looked like my wife Trace looked at me. She goes, "He fucking looked at him." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah." Uh, yeah. So to answer the question, I. I'd, I'd be starting Alvaro um, at the moment, and yeah, hopefully Hetherington comes back and can bump him out of the, the lineup. It, it is an area of um, little depth at the moment, obviously with Bunty and Leeson out for the year. Um, yeah, but he was coming off the bench fine. Yeah, that was, that he was, was coming okay. off the bench fine. He was actually doing some good work, although he, he threw that intercept the other week that gave him a try. And yeah, that was more unfortunate than anything, but. Uh, getting trapped with it on the last, on the last. but um, Adam Blair. Sorry, um, I was just going no, to say Adam Blair not starting is is totally baffling. When if you're starting Burr, I mean, we've yeah. Blair has been great this year. Besides that one, uh, that one game after he sort of got the news that he might not be um, kept on, or they're going to try and sort of move him on. Um, but other than that, he's been really solid. Good work rate and mistake free. I'd definitely be starting Blair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, he's he was playing good ever since the restart, even before the news. Like he, no, I think he's been pretty solid this year. And yeah, I don't, I don't understand. But if I was to answer that question, it would have to be tight with that emoji of the dude just shrugging his shoulders. I don't know <laughs> how he starts. Who knows? A follow-up. <laughs> Apologies for the um, sound issues at Brad's end again. Uh, if you'd like to be co-host of this Warriors Life podcast for next week, <laughs> will at thiswarriorslife.com. Um, yeah, no, we'll, we'll keep persevering. and might have to have another little, uh, another little edit session. But yeah, Giga Town really <laughs> letting it, you down. It's all those kids coming home from. It's all those kids coming home from school, um, Brad. Using the Wi-Fi, yeah. It sounds okay at the moment. We'll carry on. Um, Samuel St. George. Besides Paul Turner, who's the best young player coming through the ranks who's contracted to the Warriors? This is a bit of a, 
a curly one for us. Yeah, it's a bit of an empty barrel, isn't it? The, you know, <laughs> it's not we too many. Don't follow the uh, junior stuff too closely, and obviously there hasn't been any this year. Uh, and the Warriors uh, flag and well, which they can the under twenties team this year, but previous years flag and um, NYC teams really went off the boil. Uh, one guy that is with the squad, you see him named in the 22 um, fairly often. Uh, he's over there, Tom Ale, uh, big prop. I'd like to see what he could do, given um, you know, shortcomings in, in yep. the front row department. Um, you had one, Brad? Uh, Setu, too, is... I can't wait to see him get more of a crack. He was exciting in the trials at the start of the year. He was their best player in the trials, I thought. Yeah. Like, I couldn't believe, given their... Um, you know some of the problems. What's more, having... more about this Tom Ali? I I'd never seen his name before until a couple of weeks ago. He sort of popped up in the twenty-three man squad. So what's his? How old's he? Uh, just a young guy. I don't even know if he's played yeah. a, a hell of a lot of um, of New South Wales Cup. So yeah, obviously yeah. He's got a bit of future on a development contract. Uh, hopefully, because yeah. Peyton Peyton said in the weekend that everyone over there is going to get a run eh, before season's end as their little bonus for duking it out so we're going to see him yeah I guess that might change if we actually end up in the, the finals mix <laughs> yeah that's true yeah. And, no no I, I'm sticking to my word uh, <laughs> yeah. getting flogged by 60 yeah. by the Cowboys uh, and isn't the other guy that I sort of pinpointed as uh, Junior Ratuva the mid, we signed him mid-season um, oh, the winger, the big winger that was in the Storms um, under twenty system, switched to rugby, broke his leg before he could debut for Canterbury ITM Cup team um, or ITM Cup, and yes, yeah, I'm with us. Not sure how his recovery is going. When we'll see him on deck, but he looks uh, He's a big a likely, lad, isn't he? Yeah, looks a likely type. Um, yeah, really Luna interesting. Luna type shape. Yeah, um, but uh, maybe even a bit more size to him. Um, really interested to see how the wing situation turns out next year. It's not just, um, you know, I don't think that Ken and Fuss can just expect to turn up and and get their jumpers back. I was talking to a plumber on site this morning, and we're talking about the game of the week, and he sort of just watches from the outside. He doesn't get too involved in the Warriors, but he came up with a good point. He was saying, gee, those, those wingers we've got, that one we got on loan, he just wants it, doesn't he? He just wants it. Yeah. You can, you can see what, and that's exactly like when he said that. It's like you, you're dead right. He wants it, whereas Fuss and Kenneth, you couldn't see that they want. You can't see they want it that often. Yeah, um, maybe they just do seem kind of a bit mellow. But we, yeah, this year, yeah. particularly, it could be the situation. Obviously, the, their situation was um, such that they needed to go back to New Zealand. So that could also be partly why we didn't see the best out of them. But it's been a couple of yeah. disappointing years for us, a um, few injuries. and But you, you, it's a good point, your um, plumber mate Max, George Jennings, he's a wiry customer, it's not like he's got Ken's size, 170 metres on the weekend. Um, yeah, it does a good just job. thumps we, in. We don't, I don't think we, it's almost counterproductive having these two giant lumbering, in a way, wingers. Um, yeah. You know, I don't think it's the, the ace up the sleeve that it, that it has been obviously when um, when Fusatua was getting twenty three tries a season, it's a bit different. But yeah, when he's not, 
I'll kind of keep Kane, but I, 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 I think Fuss needs to do a bit of work and I'm, to, I'm, to get his spot on the other side. I still haven't given up on the um, Fusatura at centre yeah. experiment as well. Yeah, he just hasn't been... He's just had so non... He's hasn't been injury-free or hasn't had a decent nudge at a clean team well, he came, with no injuries. He came back late, um, if you remember, from, yeah, yeah, from New exactly. Zealand. So it was, it was a late starter there. Missed the whole Tamworth thing from memory. Um, yeah. So see what they can do next year. Moving on. Um, another Paul Turner. Jeez, he's really, um, really got everyone hyped up. Barring injuries, how do we include Paul Turner in the starting team long term? Well, the only way really is as if he's can fill in at um at centre or wing. There was yeah a few people getting a bit hyped up over him, thinking that you know you have to keep him in the halves. There, uh, I don't agree with that. He wasn't no, good enough to be bumping so. Chanel out right now. More than happy that, uh, that he's coming in if we've got an injury there. But um, yeah, long long term. I mean. I, it's going to be hard for him long-term to get his preferred position. Yeah. Because at the moment, these guys, they've got a bit of um, bit of free reign just to ease into it. I think whoever's coaching them will give these guys a decent go at it for the next wee while. So it's going to be out of position. Yeah, yeah, I agree. We've got to find somewhere for him. He's just that little game-breaking ability that he showed in the weekend. We, we need that somewhere sprinkled through the team. Yeah. To just hope. He can do it somewhere else. I'm thinking kind of like a, I'd love for him to be able to get a bench role and kind of like when Brent Webb first joined the club and, um, and played off the bench and is a bit of a, just a game breaker um, off the interchange. Um, yeah, yeah. The, so you'd, that you'd pro- but we probably don't quite have the hooker, uh, the 80 minute hooker that you need to be able to carry a guy like that on the bench. I think he could, you know, like, fill in at dummy half, but you wouldn't want to be relying on him to play. No, you don't want to stymie him at dummy half, no yeah, way. and He's play got, him 30 You don't want him having to think about each play. Um, yeah, so I can, I'd love to see them come up with a way to make that work, but I think it kind of depends on having a, a more dominant hooker, which we just don't have at the moment. Nah. Starting Egan... And then and having Lawton on the bench where he's you know making primarily a back rower but can cover that hooker. Yeah, I think you're right. We need that. We need a good hooker before Turner. That's oh. still, it's still cocked. because neither of them are guns. I think you're right. You need that eighty eighty pound Um That question was from. Judd Chapman and boy did that kick off a uh, an argument about Wade Egan's value. Did it? The yeah. boys getting into it. Yeah, um, yeah. A few of the boys actually, a few of our uh, long-time followers and more vocal commenters. So good to see boys. Uh, <laughs> next question, James Peters. What? He, this is a good one actually. What's your thoughts on using loan players uh, not being beneficial to the club long term? For example, Perham could play wing. Um, yeah, I, I, I get that sentiment, but I think, I guess, part. Of, I was thinking about this question today. Uh, maybe you know, Payton hadn't given up on the finals, and obviously our best um, chance of making the finals or you know finishing as high as we can finish is having the best players available, and that means these loan players, you know, 
imagine if we hadn't got some of these lone players and maybe this revival doesn't happen. This, the morale around the club, yeah. the morale in the squad, the confidence, you know, it's, it's better to be winning a few games and not having these guys get the runs than, you know, getting that time on the field and getting flogged uh, week after yeah. week. That's exactly my thoughts as well. Get some bit of experience and then sprinkle the... You just want to sprinkle the debuts and that through that. You don't want them debuting and then trying to carry a season and getting their ass kicked every week. That's not going to do a young dude any good yeah. coming and, into first grade. You know, and playing... Perham's not going to be a long-term winger, so stuffing them out. No, what probably... is this position? What, is, what are they... Well, he's more of a, a full-back 5'8", I think. And, yeah, I can't see yeah. him becoming a... a long-term first-grade centre. I put on a big hit no. the other day. Didn't do a hell of a lot on attack. Um, yeah, I feel sorry for Hayes because he's, he's got a bit of talent, but he's but Paul Turner... Yeah, Paul Turner didn't hit, yeah. Usurped him as that, you know, live wire, fullback 5'8 type. So, Definitely. yeah. Um, oh, well. Yeah, it might be a, yeah, a long time riding the pine for old Hayes next wee while but yeah I, I I don't think it would do them any better putting them in there week in week out lone players I think well, I'm happy to have lone players take some game time off some of those young guys particularly when we're still in contention as we are now yeah, um, yeah. You know, Garrett, yeah. Garrett McDonald's um, weighed in thoughts on what's going to happen if some players don't want to relocate to Redcliffe for a whole next year uh, do they keep relying on lone players um yeah that's that's a uh, tough one you, you know. must. we have to um yeah uh, you can definitely see some players probably opting out um yeah and yeah i guess it um, would be a lone situation i mean they'd be a lot more experienced at it by next year it'd be horrible to have to go through this again and lose a bunch of our contracted players but They've shown it can be done, and you can still remain competitive. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it would, it would be pretty horrible. I, I, yeah, I don't think it will upset too much. It'll be similar to this year, won't it? And this year, at least, at least you've got something to look forward to for lone players. It's quite yeah. nice getting new players every couple of weeks. Sucks yeah. losing them, but yeah. Um, yeah I, I don't think it, it, it's just going to be needs must. They, they need to keep their license. They have to have a team, and if they can't take a team, it might be just the Warriors' life for the next couple of seasons. Yeah, just going to move, roll with the punches, and that's all you can do. You can't, you know, you can't sit out the year as a club. Uh, and last question, Dylan Brown, uh, thoughts on trying? I oh know we've got we've got one more after this. Thoughts on trying Roger to have us check in one of the half positions? I get the the. the thought behind this but I just think it it doesn't uh, strengthen another position more than it weakens the other yeah no I don't don't think you can then too much from that at all Um, we're days behind us in the halves there so leave Rog back there and um, yeah no I would I don't think Rogers isn't that kind of player he's that player that got that offload off Nicarima and just pinned it for a corner He's not the game manager or anything like that. No, his playmaking is yeah, he's not a classic playmaking full but um yeah, fullback. I'm sure you could he, I'm sure it would be good, um, eventually, given time. 
but you know in the same way that James Tedesco would probably make a good 5-8 if you chucked him in there uh, for long enough but you're not you know you're not getting enough of a benefit um, it's probably going to make an epic centre in about four years time three years time yeah. him in the centres like uh, a yeah. Joe, what's that guy at the rooster Joe, Roosters? Joe Manu yeah, yeah. Man, put, put some size on him put Rod in the centres that'd be pretty maybe epic. one day if we get another uh gun fullback in our, on our roster um, yeah so Dylan I get your um, get your, your thoughts of, uh, behind that but I just don't see it happening because it doesn't give you enough um, of a benefit it does work out when, when you've uh, yeah. you know Jack Whiten is a classic example of a fullback who probably didn't seem like a, a guy that would make the transition that smoothly yeah he's showing us wrong <laughs> Um, last question, Raphael Chambers, good pal of both of ours. Uh, why are the Warriors playing a whole lot better than the last? Leicester, Yeah, why are we playing? Why are the Warriors playing a whole lot better the last five games? Um, it is baffling, but it's just just all clicked under Toddy P. Todd Payton, I reckon it's all to do with him and what people he's bringing in around the Warriors. It's, yeah, I'm going to give it to him. I'm going to give him the kudos for what's happening. I think maybe, and it all started with the um, with the Roosters game when when those guys were still here. But it, maybe it's got something to do with the guys that did go home. Um, you know, everyone just sort of bound together yeah. a bit tighter, and you know there wasn't anyone that didn't want to be there. Um, and you know, I totally understand why those guys wanted to go home, but having that sort of um, that sort of atmosphere yeah, you around don't the want club to can't help. Change your mood around certain people. Yeah. Sorry, you there? Yeah, yeah. We're still getting a little bit of uh, funky sounds from from you there, Brad. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't know. I can't do anything else about it. I'm about two meters from my wireless router. Oh man. Um, yeah. Well, thanks for everyone for taking the time out to uh, ask those questions. Hopefully, we did a okay job answering them um moving on to this week warriors night saturday going all the way to tamworth um, yeah a bit of a knees up in tamworth yeah it's uh pretty cool now they have had a couple of games there they've hosted a game in each of the last two seasons it's scully park um but yeah you'd have to oh, think is that where penrith played no that was um oh, Bathurst. That was Bathurst. yeah so newcastle have played there before a couple of seasons yeah. ago, Pip the Tigers, and I think it was uh, someone gave the Gold Coast a touch up there last year. Maybe the Tigers again. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, hopefully we have a bit of crowd support. Um, so yeah, they, there's a bit of a mutual love thing there from from our couple of weeks in Tamworth. And yeah, yeah Knights maybe they're probably the closest club in proximity to to Tamworth so maybe they've got a bit of support up there but um, yeah sentimental favourites you'd have to think yeah sweet who's we've got a couple of good ins this week haven't we uh, we do yep uh, Chanel's back which means that nice. Paul Turner's out so yeah big fan of that he's, he's been good since Blake Green left um, big game against Penrith and yeah big fan of having him back it just takes that that load, that playmaking load, and direct, and kicking and, and everything off off Cody a little bit. And Katara is back, which bumps uh, 
Papali out of the squad with Murchie playing so well last week. So win win there. And yeah, yeah. Hopefully, uh, yeah, Ali will be freshened up after the week off. <laughs> Poor bugger, that was just a lack of game knowledge that suspension yeah, one minute, really. It was, so te- it was pretty um, tenuous as well, that one. Yeah. Uh, miss a week for that. But anyway, he's back and no damage done. Getting the win last week and he'll be all fired up. And just gives our, our pack that extra bit of X Factor, which we missed last week, I think, yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, we did miss that last week a little bit. Um, and Newcastle, Greeny's gone, is he? Gone for the year. Tragic for for Greeny. Could be career ending. Um, yeah, ACL has hardly had an injury to speak of in his career. Goes to Newcastle in second second or third game in, and it's uh, yeah all over. So we won't be facing him. I would have quite liked to uh, to see how he went up against us. Um, but it's not yeah. a, it's not a bad. Uh, not a bad consolation prize. We do get to see uh, Mason Lenor. Uh, Poor old Mace, eh? Yeah. Poor old Mace. It's a kill of the NRL, eh? Poor bugger. Yeah. He, um, he goes all right. He'll go all right, too. Yeah, first, I've, I haven't seen him much this year. Um, you know, you kind of, I've kind of forgotten he was there. With all their injuries, you think that he might have come into calculations a bit, bit earlier, somewhere in the squad. But yeah, it is, in fact, his first... Um, first grade game of the year. Played 12 games right. last year, so... Interesting one. He he did play against us last year and went all right as well. Um, huh. But, yeah, good matchup. Oh, he, did, yeah, he did too. Yeah. Um, so, is that the... Um, their back line is a crazy bunch of names that I've never heard of all of a sudden. What's happening out there? Um, yeah, the, I guess it's those injuries. Brad and Bess still out, which yep. is... Uh, Good news for us. I'm just bringing up this week's team list. Um, yeah, we've got Stafford Tower, who uh, looks like a bit of a young gun as well. Um, and in the centre is Nara Tuala and Gamut Shibasaki, the ex-Bronco. So yeah, they've, they've still got a bunch of guys out. And then Green added to that list. Um, I think, yeah. What are their forward stops? Um, at the moment, well, the, Daniel Saivedi is out at the moment, so that's a bit of a bonus for us. Otherwise, I think, I think they're more or less at full strength. Um, yeah, it's a good looking pack: Klima, Jacob Saivedi, Fitzgibbon, Guerin, Barnett. Yeah, uh, Sione Matadia has been out for a wee while now too. So, yeah, they've, they've had a yeah. pretty rough run with uh, injuries, but based on based on what we've seen, they haven't been that flash. Recently, they put a big score on the Tigers uh, a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago now. They just got past a patched-up Manly team at home, and then they, yeah, geez, it was one of the worst games I've, I've seen this year, 12-0 over the Cowboys. Um, oh, oh, that was terrible. Yeah, it's uh, even worse when you've put a bit of money on Knights to be first to 30 points, only 12 scored in the entire match. He's got a team to deal with. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> hey, Josh, hey, no, he's got a disobedient eye on him, eh? <laughs> he's got one eye, one eye looking at you and the other one's trying to find you, the poor bugger. <laughs> that and trying to get that team up for it every week. He's got so many battles. Oh, well, anyway, back to the Knights. Yeah. Knights uh, Warriors. I think we're, based on recent form, you know... <laughs> 
Brian's done. Oh man, your this audio thing is just it's ruining the whole episode. Um, is it? Yeah. What's it doing? Yeah, big delays and it's turn into. Um, oh, is that why you're going? Because you're going quiet. There's a big delay at the end of everything you talk as well. Don't, don't, or are you just don't trying try to decipher what's said? Don't try and uh, drag me into it. I mean, this is uh, <laughs> this is a Brad slash Gigatown problem. Gigatown, Gigatown, the maggot. I, um, there's nothing I can do to solve it. I'm, um, okay. I'm all just, out of ideas. I've just... turned it off and I turned it back on. <laughs> let's just uh, get to the end of the episode and never speak of it again. Um, <laughs> yeah, sweet. So, to, yeah, Warriors, I think, based on recent form, uh, red hot chance here. They're, they're going as six point underdogs, um, which, you know, Knights are better on paper, but they're heavily reliant on Caelan Ponga. Mitchell Pierce is is up to sweet FA at the moment. He is. And he is. It's, uh, if, if we come with that same sort of effort that we particularly showed against uh, Big Manly and Penrith Packs, I think we should have the Knights here. Um, you know, if we stop them from getting a bit of a roll on, giving um, Ponga and Pierce that platform, I think that's the key for us. <laughs> They're not scary at all. They don't scare me at all. I think, yeah. I think if we carry on carrying on like we've been doing, We've got them. Um, it's nice to see the the Warriors are starting to come back on the TV, aren't they? Like this week, what are the Knights a dollar sixty five, and we're at two forty. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, we probably would have been at four bucks yeah. against the Knights. So, yeah, I like that little thing changing it even as well. Yeah, we we'll get you could get five bucks for us to beat the Tigers only a few weeks ago. So yes, yeah, we were at two forty against the Dogs. They were at a dollar something. It's no, like far they... out. It's the Dogs. No, we were narrow favourites in the end, I think. But it did come in a lot. Oh, we were way. narrow favourites. I looked early at one stage and we weren't oh, favourites. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was out of it. Getting a bit of respect. Anywho. Uh, yeah. So I'm tipping the Warriors hard this week. I love their chances of a, of the upset in air quotes because I don't think it would be that much of an upset. No, no. Um, yeah, I'd give us a red hot crack. What day of the week are we this weekend? Saturday, five o'clock, NZ time. Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Dream slot. It's a ripper. Yeah, yeah. It's been, it's been, haven't had too many Saturday games, so it's been a nice little change. Yeah. Um, oh, sweet. Uh, 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 um, yeah, um, what do you reckon by a win? Good. I'll be happy with a win yeah, this weekend. Any margin would be perfect. Yeah, 79th minute field goal would be more than happy with that. Um, yeah, and I think with, with uh, the, the mailbags taking us over the hour mark and I think with our technical issues, we might just wrap it up there without talking about the, the other seven games. Um, if you're actually still with us after all that, which you're probably not. Uh, Screw the other games. Only one game matters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, and apologies again for the um, for our Gigatown issues. But um, yeah, enjoy the footy this week, and we'll catch you next time. Brad, you got one one less um, uh, one more garbled, um, distorted thing <laughs> for our guests to to finish on. Do I sound like Opie off a Family Guy? Oh no, you see you clear now. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Typical, nah, typical. that's it.
Thanks, team, and catch you next week.